Welcome back to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell Owens, Chris Everett Denman, and Michael Phelps Gaines on 920 AM and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. St. Louis Live. Hey, it's Friday, everybody. I can't believe we're playing this song. St. Louis Live. Uh, Katy Perry on the tune. Nah, I'm not here for this song. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, Michael Gates. Why not? Let's kick it off. Come on, man. Come on, man. Can't wait for the uh, Huffington Post piece on St. Louis um, barely heard morning show, uh, captioning uh, for a hack radio segment, a woman earning her doctorate and she still just gains his lady friend. Yes, <laughs> thought that immediately. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the fair or foul topic today. Gain just just it's a statement. It's, it's not it's a, a statement. It's not even Gaines a question. getting. Hammered at his girl's doctorate celebration this weekend in Kansas City. We're kind of burying the lead in the sense that it's not really her celebration, right? It's not about her. She did earn it. She's very smart. Oh, look at me! I studied a lot and I paid attention in class. Shut up! It's about Michael Gaines. It's about Gaines' financial stability and ability to keep doing grab ass radio. Yeah, and like she would text me a lot and be like, "Man, I'm really worried about this test tomorrow." Like, think about all those the all stressful tests you got to ignore. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty weak. That's pretty weak. But I I think I already know how that fair foul is going to go. You know what's not fair? Uh, sticking it to your employees. Oh, was that a transition? That is what we call a transition in the business. I'm speaking to my most valuable topic. There the old you transition go. Old, uh, transition or it's kind of rusty. Uh, turn it up a little bit more, GMI. Let's break that out properly. There we go. Hey, you know, we uh, have these meetings. Well, you guys aren't invited, but we and my people, we have meetings. And in these meetings, we discuss other people that look like us and how they're, uh, how they're living their life. And I've, I've always said Steve Harvey's living his best life, mainly because Steve Harvey's the guy that spent close to almost three decades on the road as a, a comedian and um, finally, of course, blossomed into the Steve Harvey superstar that he was after uh, the Kings of Comedy. And he's just been on fire for the last decade and a half since. And uh, he's basically on every show. He hosts the, of course, Universal Pageant. And then he has a morning show. And then he does the little big shots for NBC. And he has a successful uh, morning talk show as a radio show. The guy's big time. And uh, becoming big time, you start to sometimes big time people. Well, there's a letter that is circulating that was leaked uh, in regards to Steve Harvey and how he feels about his staff uh, essentially bothering him (laughs) while he's getting prepared for the many activities that he has to take on uh, throughout the day. I'll read you this letter. This was leaked, uh, and and the entire Internet has had an opportunity to take advantage of it. I'm curious to get you guys' opinions on it. This is from Steve Harvey, a letter he sent out to his entire staff. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I liked all the review and adhere to the following notes and rules of season five of my talk show. There will be no meeting in my dressing rooms, no stopping by or popping by. No one, 
Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. If you open my door, expect to be removed. Our security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. I want all the ambushing to stop now. This includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. This will essentially go on to say, he says, uh, I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. Everyone, do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all, Steve Harvey. Can we give uh, a defense? From Mr. Harvey. Or yes. do you want to wait? No, no, please. And he, he, this letter was leaked out, and Steve Harvey responded to everyone discussing his letter. What did he say, Chris? I could not find a way to walk from the stage to my dressing room, to sit in my makeup chair, to walk from my dressing room to the stage, or to just sit and have lunch without somebody just walking in. Mr. Harvey said to Entertainment Tonight, I've always had a policy where, you know, you can come and talk to me. So many people are great around here, but some of them just started taking advantage of it. I don't have a problem whatsoever with that email he sent out. I think that was going to be my next step. I looked at the email and I saw what he was saying and knowing the things that Steve Harvey, again, Steve Harvey has a morning show. He has a television talk show. He does Family Feud. He does Little Big Shots. He's now relocating his offices from Chicago all the way out to L.A. So the guy has a fairly full plate. He works very hard. So I would imagine the little time that he has to himself, he really needs and absolutely has to have for his own sanity. While I thought the letter was extremely forward, it sounds like a guy that has reached his end when it comes to people taking advantage of his time. And I can absolutely understand, understand that. I can, I can sympathize with that. So I, I, did, I thought the letter was maybe strongly worded but no it but at the he, same time he, you can he understand call anyone and no he didn't anything no he didn't, he didn't. and people are outraged by this hey, i think a lot i think i hope he, has he apologized no he says he will not apologize Good. for it. he says specifically Don't. he will not apologize no, for it there are and, he said that, and there are realities now look steve harvey again he values his time the guy literally writes best-selling books and has a record-setting television shows that he produces and hosts so i, I don't care if I you're an assistant him. manager at some place, some you're busy, and that guy, you have no clue how busy that guy. This is, is also, I feel like, a shot across the bow at his management. I think this is kind of one of those things. I think one of his handlers, his right hand person, his manager, uh, probably this, maybe didn't get the clue. And and th- again, think, this is what. Or do you stuff, think this is an intern or someone just kind of like, hey, Steve, what's going on? And he's like, I'm literally trying to write a monologue for. Sure, that has to be I, done I think tomorrow. it is. I, I think he truly does not want his work affected and he's talked about just wanting to get him back to doing what he does best and that's being funny being the stand-up comedian type that steve harvey is and if that takes away from it if he has to stop in the hallway every five seconds to chat it up with someone then i can see why that would be frustrating because again steve harvey is who he is because of his personality and his comedy and if he can't adhere to that if he can't you know essentially mold that and and cultivate that, then that makes it very difficult for him to continue his brand. So I can understand why he issued this letter. It's funny to see, though. It's I think it's kind of unfair because it was leaked. It wasn't like something he sent out a national statement to let everyone know who's, how he does who's it. Who's leaking this? Who's a former employee? It was, okay. I'm sure it was a former employee. Fire them again. <laughs> like, who, not even like a fun, like, go to hell. Like, what? what is happening here with the, that you think that this... Helps you? You're some snitch on this level that 
how does this make you fulfilled as a person? And to that point, I think this. I think if you if you were to somehow good on get, you for the PR. If you were to get the other emails or letters from the Ellen DeGeneres's and the Stephen Colbert's of the world, I would imagine that they have issued similar. I wouldn't even call them demands, but requests to their staff as far as being able to do what they do, put together the type of shows and the projects that they put together. They need that element of space and you do i can imagine again the guy runs three to four major television film projects a week so i i can't imagine like i said doing a morning show a talk show a game show a show where you do it with with kids so i i can't imagine him finding time to himself and look the guy's also on uh, marriage number five or six so if it comes to him affecting his personal life as well, I would imagine he would probably want to take care of home as well. So keeping the interns. At yeah, the I have I have no, no. What would be some of your demands? What would you demand at the current state? You right now are a co-owner of a, a growing, not only radio just, show, just but a major media network podcast. Hey, shout out to a band from Ringside. Kicked off their podcast last See, look night. at that. Look at We're you. At five podcast about to have six and seven starting in the next month on free play media, free podcast, play media network. podcast network to which <laughs> you two are uh, cheerleaders for we we are there uh, be aggressive be be aggressive i what would you demand what would you want what do you want you just all he's trying to do is work here's what happens whenever steve harvey works the government gets tax money and he gets to hire people to work on his shows that's the thing he's proven he is an integral part in whatever he does. He is the engine. I don't know if he has a team or whatever. All you want to do in that situation, if you're him, is work, right? Yeah. Do that. That's all anybody wants to do. You want to find that lane, and all everybody has to do is just do their job. And this will work well. We'll get paid. We'll get to break for craft services and lunch. All these things. I would want the exact same thing. A uh, little respect goes a long way. It does. I, and I mean that. And I think when you look at when he, and what we've seen in Hollywood – when it comes to big time talent, is that your your mental is the most important thing. Well, that and it's like also think about this, Travis. Life, work, hanging out at a bar, whatever. It's much easier to just get your stuff done. Be nice to everyone around you within reason. Sure. You know that you can't. Sure. I don't mean don't be mad at someone because they didn't wave at you from across a room. Sure. Be nice to everyone within reason, and things get done so quickly and it's so easy. It is horrible if you're stressing about things, yeah. if you're allowing other people to get in your way, sure. for people to distract you. I've been distracted. I've had random people, and this has nothing to do with the show, come up because they recognize me from being at another bar or something. Hey, didn't we talk about this and that? No, that didn't happen. That was Sylvester Stallone's half-brother's <laughs> kid's cousin who also is, is overweight. It just, it's one of those things where there are idiots out there, and there are time suckers out there, and there are... People with their own agendas, and sure. I think the main thing that happens with these things is people don't value you; they value me, as in them. I think right? the idea that if, you're right, right. I think in this letter, if anything, it, it's weird because I, I would imagine the person who leaked it, a former employee, tried to make Steve Harvey look a particular way. But judging by people who are in the industry and people like us, it's one of those things where actually I can 
absolutely understand where he's coming from, and it makes him sound like a person who's truly trying to take control of the important things of his life, like his own free time. And who are we to begrudge people who want that free time, especially when you're working? Like you just said, he's a guy that's probably working on material, working on content, working on new ideas. Clearly, you have networks like NBC willing to invest millions and millions of dollars into you, so you can't stop every three to five minutes and have a conversation with everyone inside the network. You want to basically organize that, filter that, so you're not wasting your time. And again, I understand where he's coming from. He's finally got to a point in his career where he can almost do whatever he wants with the success of Little Big Shots, what he's done for Family Feud. Like I said, they're moving his studios out to L.A., and they want to basically put him head-to-head against Ellen. So now you have... But, organiz- does, he, but does he dance? Uh, Steve Harvey. He's got to imagine there's going to be some dancing somewhere. But here's the... you got a lot of people investing in Steve Harvey and what he's essentially saying that in order for me to step up to the plate and be the guy that these people want me to be, I need to be in the right mind frame, and this is what it's going to take. I can't blame a let's guy talk, for doing let's that. Let's talk consequences, Gaines. What happens if Steve Harvey doesn't get X done and he... Goofs up and looks terrible on national TV, and not even the thing with the, <laughs> like, the pageant yeah, right. that actually probably turned out to be a good thing. The best thing to probably, it's another thing uh, to pull. I'm saying if further. he looks bad, and it, chances are he won't. He's a tenured performer, stand up, all One that of the stuff. best in the business. Does everything, but what happens if he starts not getting things done? Fired. Right? Fired? Look, axed? Or those done. same people that are... Ratings ratings gone, then it all goes and crumbles. And, and the same what happens people- if you don't get your your joke read on the air right. that you're trying to pitch to him when it's not pitch time. Not only that, Nothing. Chris, and not only that, the same people that are running up to him will be out of work. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's ultimately saying, hey, it's if very, you don't let me be Steve Harvey, you won't have a job, and you very, won't have a job, and you won't have a job. So it's important for you to realize... Always leave, bring an Oprah. Oh, I have to. But, you have to. but even Oprah said something similar in her prime years where she was like, I had to tell people no. I always hated the idea of turning people down because everyone would ask me to speak at their commencement. People would ask me to speak at their conference. And the money obviously would be there and the opportunities would be there, but it would take away from time with my family, take away time away from my friends, take away time from things I really enjoy doing. And a lot of us, when we're done on the weekend, you know, we're not going to have people running up to us saying, oh, hey, gang, saw you at the Galleria. We can go to the mall. We can go hang out with our siblings or go to a movie. And no one bothers us. And we enjoy that time alone or enjoy that time to ourselves. When you're a Steve Harvey, when you're an Oprah, you don't always get that. So the last thing you want is to have that at work. So if you're at work and you're like, all right, it's time for me to sit down and work on this pilot. Or it's time to me to work on this screenplay. If you're Steve Harvey, I, I need you to stop coming in my office even though I used to have an open-door policy, that stops now. I can't – I actually have a little bit more respect for Steve Harvey now because of this letter, even though I would imagine the person who released it wanted to make Steve Harvey look bad. So that's where I am with that. It's, I understand. Us going out to L.A., we realize that your mental state is the absolute paramount. If you do not have it, you will absolutely crumble and be destroyed. And even the people who have been a part of this industry, who have been a part of the entertainment industry for decades, understand this, that if I not, need it. If you're not just loading up your plate with things to do, there's some jackass in St. Louis that's gunning for your job. There's some yeah, jack that yeah. is working through that. Yeah. That's a, exactly. We're, it's they, soon, they're it's waiting for be, your mental breakdown. Like, yeah, come on, Steve Harvey, crumble. It's soon to be the, the rhino pack in the mornings whenever we replace <laughs> Travis with, uh, with Justin, with a real black man. <laughs> Was that a rhino? <laughs> That's what they 
they sound like? Oh, Christ. <laughs> Ew. I like Travis's sound effect better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a horse. Uh, do we know that for sure? Yeah, you grew up with horses, Chris. But uh, are you sure that's what they sound like? Horse talk at 9.35 today. <laughs> uh, we'll be having an uh, equestrian expert. Uh, nope, not Ooh, that is. There is a, that's the wolf. There's the blackfish. Oh, there you go. What right. did we decide what was game's animal? I think we can kind of ditch the animals. Uh, at this no, point. We've no, got the game, rhino's no, nest. now we got the rhino's nest. We got the blackfish. You got the wolf. I'm eh. probably like a lion. Oh, get the hell out of here right now! Get a kitten. We now yeah. have a kitten. Give me, give me a a pudgy kitten sound. Why is it gonna be a pudgy kitten? Let's, let's keep it. That sounds like a pudgy kitten. Uh, Justin, Justin uh, in the rhino's nest. Mm, I'm still not sure. Suggesting about it should be the rhino's den. The rhino's He's nest. He's now not going to be gone to for the rest of the yeah, day. Sorry, Justin. You um, completely got a, got a kitten back there, Giamatti. There. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Feed me, Doctor Mom. Wow. Feed me, Doctor Mom. <laughs> we uh, we really care about our listeners here, and just to let everybody know, it's Mother's Day this weekend. So oh, make sure oh. make sure you go. Uh, Walgreens get your ain't, stuff. Yeah. ain't gonna have those cards. Go get your cards. <laughs> Some roses, morning. maybe. What do you a guys, balloon. What do you guys do for uh, Mother's Day? Sleep, I'm probably sleeping the hangover on, <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> that is. That's the fair or foul topic. St. Louis Live <laughs> Radio at gmail.com. You can win two tickets to go see Ben Bailey at the Funny Bone this weekend. Will Gaines, or no, just Gaines getting hammered at, his, at his, his significant other's <laughs> doctoral celebration in Kansas City. Did uh, So there was a early Mother's Day president, present that went viral yesterday. Did you guys see this? Eastern Carolina football coach. I did. I heard about this, and uh, it got pretty uh, misty in, in the room I was in. Scotty Montgomery surprised Tia Chapman, the mother of walk-on defensive end Keontae Anderson, at her elementary school where she worked. Right. He uh, came in and was like, you know, I'm just going around to the mothers of the kids and wanted to just tell them that how <laughs> great my, my, my number of how great their kids are and how proud of my uh, I am of your son's work and everything like that. And gave her a little uh, little envelope and said it was a gift for oh, mothers. Nice. Was it a card? Was it maybe some some cash under the table? She uh, she opened the gift, started reading the letter, and realized it was a scholarship for her son, oh, who was nice. a walk on, oh, nice. and immediately broke down, crying, hugging the coach. It was it was really cool, and she got to call her son let and him. let him know that he uh, he had received a scholarship. Now these are the kind of things that I think it would behoove programs to do like i get the cool fun things that harbar does that's neat and that's kind of fun from time to time and what dabble sweeney and the bringing in the hip-hop and the rappers but i think if you truly want to resonate with future recruits if you want to resonate with your fan base if you want to resonate with those parents who are obviously the gatekeepers to these players these are the kind of things that i like especially you know as, as of course, this is the little things. This doesn't cost ECU anything, but it really illustrates how they how you should value these student athletes. And this is absolutely a, a, it's, that's a game changer for a parent. You know, you send your kid there, and for him to be a walk on, very rarely, not often, do these guys get an extended scholarship. But for this to happen and for him to do it this way, tip of the cap. 
to ECU's head coach. That was a cool moment. Yeah, hopefully he keeps his one-year contract. Because <laughs> let's always remind people that these are there's no such thing as a full ride four-year scholarship. No, They're all one-year contract. And that's a that's a that's a thing that that's a common misconception. People just don't understand. Well, they get room and board and education. Ha ha ha. ha, ha. No, not everyone. And there are a ton of guys who make who are a part of that team who make a big impact on that team that really do struggle to pay their rent. They really do struggle to get books. They really do struggle to take care of the things we often take for granted. And a lot of us took for granted, especially if you went to a private school, uh, take for granted because certain mommies or daddies or lawyers take care of that for you. I'm not pointing to a particular school. I'm not pointing my finger at any particular institution here in St. Louis University. No, not any particular person that's a producer on this show. You know, when you have somebody baby feeding you, doing your homework, taking care of your own business, going to your classes for you. That you know something that people just take for granted that it happens to everybody. No, it does not, Chris. Yeah, I think uh, I think St. Louis U High. I think it totals over a million dollars a year in financial aid. Mm, really? Does it? So that's pretty. Does cool. it? Hey, I wanted to update. Uh, speaking of SLU High, yesterday we had Doctor Ed from Hillside Animal yes, Hospital, he did. On, and uh, we didn't quite reach our goal, but we did raise some money for Gateway Pet Guardians uh, by people buying tickets to Target, Target Practice Live. So we still do have. Tickets available for Target Practice Live June 3rd off BroadwaySTL.com. And big thanks. That was great. Gateway Pet Guardians raised a lot of money yesterday. We were happy to be part of that, spread the word a little bit. And uh, actually had a few people reach out to me for Brother Bear quotes, number one. He was there for, for insurance quotes. But then also uh, some people are uh, setting up times to go check out dogs. To adopt dogs. Nice. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited about that. So uh, shout out to everybody for that. But Dr. Ed, the star yesterday, <laughs> we blew it by not giving him more time to tell stories. And uh, we're actually working on that to get some uh, weekly stories from Dr. Ed, which will be hilarious. I walked in to talk to him a little bit at Hillside afterwards. And what did he say, Gaines, you ask? Oh, my. What did he say? Chris, what did he say? It's oh, a good question, uh, Michael. He, uh, <laughs> whoever you are, uh, <laughs> He, he didn't. He goes. Uh, he goes. Hey, just let everybody know that when I removed the uh, women's underwear from the uh, the dog's stomach, they actually had Travis's name written on the inside. <laughs> Boom roasted. The guy was on the show for ten minutes, and he already gets it. Boom you know roasted. Travis. I suggest a wild card round between Doctor Ed and Travis Sorrell at Target Practice Live June third. <laughs> I challenge you, Doctor Ed. Challenge or roast my ass. Not going to happen. June 3rd. Make sure you guys get out and get those tickets off BroadwaySTL.com. Tickets still available. Our good friend Tim Convy's going to be there. Sarah Pearl's going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Chris Sear will be the feature comedian, and he is extremely hilarious. So come out and support local acts here in St. Louis. And here's the thing. I saw this online, and I, I, I'm going to screw it up because I don't know it verbatim. But stop waiting till people blow up to start supporting them. Don't stop waiting to be like, hey, I know that kid, and now he's on Comedy Central. And then you show up. Support them now. They need you the most right now. They don't need you when they're buying the third home in Malibu after their seventh season on Mad Men. Don't go around saying, oh, I knew John Hamm. They just support John Hamm when he had his plays. They just support John Hamm when he was dropping his mixtapes in the loop. Don't sit up here and tell me John Hamm's stories I've still when got- he's on Mad Men and is in his fifth season and winning <laughs> Emmys. Don't do that. Support John Ham types right now before you see them on national television. Oh, man, yeah, man. I, you know the guy that's on This Is Us? Yeah, he went to MICDS. That's great. Did you support him when he was at the Muni? Did you support him when he had a play down at the, at the museum? 
Come on. I right su- now is the time. I supported Ozzy these. Smith when he was at the Muni. Oh, well, that, he, he's, he's good. He's really good. But, no, this is the time right now to support the great time. And there's a ton of talent coming out of St. Louis, for Christ's sake, that is that are making a huge impact on the entertainment scene. Do it now because I'm telling you. And we brought him on a year ago, and ever since then, I, I started the meter. As soon as he came on, we are live. I counted. I was like, eh, I know the bump. I know how it works. Wait, He's going to be a star in no time. There is the St. Louis Live slash We Are Live bump. I'm looking at guys. I'm looking at guys like Ray Williams. Ray Williams. I said a year ago, no doubt he'll have a show probably in two years. And now Rafe. Is, is on, on his way. He's been on Target Practice Live. And he's on Target Practice Live. You look at guys like Bobby J. Cox. I said, Bobby J. Cox is just going to be a star. He was with Dimitri Martin at the pageant he last was. night. He was indeed. And look at that. So, again, go out <laughs> and support these guys right now. That's right. A lot of talented people. People texting in, calling in, 314-880-0808. We'll get to some more texts in just a moment. Uh, we do have already a bunch of fair or foul submissions, but you can win two tickets to see Ben Bailey. At the Funny Bone this weekend. Excited to give out those prizes. People have been uh, cashing in on some nice prizes all weekend long. And uh, we're excited to do that for you. So tune in every day. That's going to be a daily listener people submission for you. People, are you guys? And uh, we'll also have cold. uh, We'll have a prize to give away today. Maybe we'll do a Facebook Live segment where we give away a prize for uh, We Are Lives Uncensored podcast. So keep an eye out for that a couple of happenings right now mr denman right now uh it's been announced that on the madden 18 cover it will be your super bowl champion five-time winner america's favorite tom brady on the cover of madden 18 i thought they would just go with an old uh doritos uh cool ranch wrapper <laughs> so tom brady uh sorry aaron hernandez did not make the cover this year that is unfortunate oh, uh, that is good they didn't like leave it open to the people that, that would have uh, happened don't ever leave anything open to the people yeah. uh and then you have something that's really going on that's very cool in midtown new york right now and this is one of my favorite things about new york is that melissa mccarthy who yes. will be hosting snl this weekend is on a White House press secretary podium on wheels in Midtown New York as Sean Spicer rolling down the street. So now, now, Sean Spicer, what does he do? Sean Spicer happens to be the current, and I don't know for how long, looks like uh, they've been trying people out in his job, which is awkward. But Sean Spicer is presently, officially, the press secretary to uh, President Trump. Uh, and so Melissa McCarthy uh, has put together her own Sean Spicer impersonation and it is gold it is gold and it's really good and apparently she's going to re revise that character she's going to bring it back for this weekend's stint on snl and she's right now literally as we speak i kid you not rolling down midtown new york city as sean spicer on an and a podium on wheels you're really leaving some bare bones for mic check later travis <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> wow. nothing like uh Nothing like you lazy up. son of a my god. <laughs> so now we have to cut pieces out of the radio show so we can adhere to Mike Gaines segment. Mike check. Yes. Where Mike checks the news. All right, we're we're literally just double using content. Stop it. All of you. That is so funny. That is the great thing about New York City. Like like people are right now on the sidewalk just staring at Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer so on a funny. rolling po- podium with cameras following her around. Like, that would have to be. Do you think that gets annoying for New Yorkers? Because you literally have, what, 25 to 35 no, they, film they projects? No, uh, they may act 
like they're bothered by it, Travis. Right. But they live to be bothered by it. That's Ugh, true. You know, I'm a New Yorker now. Like, great, they're filming Suicide Squad again right outside right. my office. So inconvenient. Oh, my God, there's Will Smith. <laughs> oh, my God, Will. No, you're right. You're exactly right. Because I've seen New Yorkers do that. Right. And then they're like, Man, this is so trash. And then you go to their Instagram and they have a yeah. selfie with Vin Diesel and Tyrese right. the, at the like, local Chipotle. Are the uh, I love the passive, like, trying to be cool, like, uh, NBD, uh, John Hamm walked by on my uh, walk to work this morning. <laughs> what do you know? New York. Like, well, then why'd you post it if you don't care about it? What, what, <laughs> why did you take time out of your day to update your social media? Hey, Gaines, you want to do a, a quick update on the morning melee? Maybe. Which was, uh, which was put out earlier at Live St. Louis on Twitter. Right now, Considering how excited you were to get to the results of Morning Melee, I think I have an idea what the results are. We've got a, an early lead. The question for hashtag Morning Melee, who's more athletic? Oh, boy. Travis's black ass or Gaines' black ass? Who is more athletic? 60% voting Travis at the moment. Ooh. 40% Gaines. <laughs> so this Thanks, makes, Mom. I think, I think this is a ploy to make Gaines an underdog in a future competition, and then Gaines bets on himself. Yeah, I'll take myself at plus 135. <laughs> is that what you'd put he it He is putting money on himself. Yeah, but we still have time to vote, so get your votes in, and uh, we'll announce the uh, official most athletic between the two of these idiots on, I'm, I'm uh, afraid, on St. Louis. I'm afraid to, uh, to segue to the next topic because it may screw up you for the show later today. Can I discuss the Michael Jordan Bow Wow story? Is you that can. on there? Is that on it's your not, mic check? Not All right, excellent. That's not on your mic check. Well, this is always a fun story. Any opportunity we can talk about Michael Jordan Bow Wow in one sentence we're going to obviously take it, especially since Bow Wow is the international pariah of online media. But this story absolutely jumped out at me yesterday that I found completely hilarious because I love when people, I love when Michael Jordan does Michael Jordan things and bullies other celebrities. A Bow Wow says Michael Jordan threw away his Allen Iverson Reeboks. <laughs> he said what? that. Yeah. Bow Wow once showed up at Michael Jordan's house wearing Allen Iverson kicks. Bad idea. While he was on the show on Viceland's Deezus and Mero this week, Bowrell told the hilarious story of when he went to go to Michael he went to Michael Jordan's house and he threw out his Reebok questions and then replaced them with a pair of Jordans. Uh Bow Wow went on to say that uh, he went over there, he had on his AIs and woke up the next morning. I guess he had kicked it at Jordan's house, woke up the next morning and his shoes were gone. He said, this is a true story. Mr. Jordan came in. I was sleeping on the floor of Marcus's room, his, bro- his son. And uh, he kicked me up like, hey, are y'all woke? I swear to God. This is him. He says, who's of these? And who has Duke shorts on in my house? Wow. He had Duke shorts on in the house? Now, that's it. I know. Like, I know well enough to at least not wear Duke shorts inside of his house. He says, uh, he said, I love Duke. And uh, he was like, oh, they are mine, Mr. Jordan. And he was like, yeah, I figured. He threw them out. He then gave me a pair of Jumpmans okay. to put on. Yeah, don't complain. This is like the time uh, my buddy Tyler wore his uh, Norm Stewart basketball camp T-shirt to the Roy Williams KU basketball Whoa. camp shirt whenever he was a chubby. Uh, nice. When he was a chubby ten-year-old, Roy Williams made him go change into a full-on KU uh, for team pick for picture day at the camp, and somewhere out there. There is a T.A. the DJ fully dressed KU picture. Oh, God. Yes. Roy Williams made him do that. This is the same thing. And you got a pair of Jumpmans. Stop whining, Bow Wow. I think one thing that I 
I don't always have a ton of positive things to say about his tenure uh, as the athletic director at the University of Missouri. But Mike Alden, when he came in, uh, and he certainly obviously turned that program around, both football and at many points basketball, he ordered everyone. Like there was a thing where people would show up to the offices in other university gear and he immediately put a stop to that and essentially said, if you show up to work the next day in another university's gear, you will no longer be a part of the University of Missouri. So I am game for people putting the foot down when it comes to things like that. And uh, T.A. the DJ, you knew better. You knew how that was going down. With that being said, I do get really, really bothered when I see St. Louis athletes with KU gear on. It eats me That's up. weird, yeah. It is. It, it really, I, I like KU basketball. You live in St. Louis. You wear Mizzou or wear nothing at all. <laughs> or slew. Or slew. 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 If you have to. I mean, what? Uh... <laughs> How about this one, though, Chris? Uh, we uh, Before we get to our fair file submissions, I think this is a story that I'm going to dig deep into because it really bothers me. And it's every time I think the NFL really is starting maybe to show like they have some sense, they don't. They decided yesterday that they would deny the reinstatement bid for Josh Gordon who was suspended indefinitely for multiple substance abuse use. And let's speak. It wasn't just substance abuse. It was weed. Well, and multiple, multiple, multiple. He kept screwing up, right? And here's the thing when I get to that. I believe Josh Gordon needs weed for psychological purposes. And I, and I think if you've talked to former football players, they presently need marijuana for psychological purposes. If that's all it is, and it, okay, listen, and I think there it is, is for a, a lot of people. There is Not, a, well, a stir- lot of people. There is a, stir- a lot of people who do need it and who depend well, upon it. And they, it. Also, or, a lot of people just want to get high. Too. Yeah, that's come on. There are a lot of people who need it for their mental state. Come on. There are a lot of people Travis, who a lot of people just want to get high too. There are come a on. lot of people want to get high, but a lot of people need it for their mental state. If you're playing the game of football, I would imagine that you probably need weed more than anything. I have no problem with it, and I, yeah, I don't have problems it is, either. But at the same time, there is a you have to follow the rules. Everybody has to do this, you know, blah blah blah. Stay in your lane. So I don't know. Is he? Does he lead the groundbreaking case of the right being wrong? Like, come on, you guys allow people to be hooked on painkillers that will ruin people's lives. So there's hypocrisy with that completely. Right. I'm also one for it's like, man, just follow the rules. Just follow the rules. Just follow the rules. I mean, but rules. again, that's fine, though. And that there are rules that says you can't do it. You can't yeah. do it. But at the same time, it's the same league that has no problem reinstating people who kill dogs, have no problem with people who beat women. Sure. Have no problem. You know, so for you to go to the length of, and I get it, yeah, follow rules. But what are rules when guys can literally you know, beat their wives for oh, 10 to 15 years and still be able to get new contracts with football teams. I, that's where I generally come from. So I think for him not to be reinstated, and again, if you have to frequently drug, drug test Josh Gordon, then so be it. But to not be reinstated, I have a problem with Goodell putting his foot down in that regard. Again, yes, follow the rules, sure. But if you're violent to a woman... If you <laughs> drink and drive and kill someone, which has happened because uh, I think we're very familiar with that story here in St. Louis, you can still play in the NFL. Smoke weed, though. Smoke, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, the weed. You can't work in the NFL. I I don't know, man. Uh, I guess. And then, like you said, to the people who are popping painkillers, guys who we're talking about the we're talking about opioid epidemic in this country. You talk about the painkiller epidemic in this country. You got guys who are just absolutely just getting railed right now when it comes to drugs. 
don't know, man. Yeah, um, it, it's one of those where it's like hopefully in the next few years these things get kind of lined out to be more in line with society and how normal, rational, successful people think. It looks like it will be. Jerry Jones spoke on it, and when Jerry Jones speaks about something, it'll happen it's, in the NFL. That's true. But it's just, we like it or not, it's well, true. The sad part is the owners will get a extra $100 million out of the TV contracts to give the players the right, right to smoke marijuana. Which is just crazy. Josh it's Gordon so smoked crazy. weed and can't play football, but Joe Mixon broke a girl's jaw with one punch and just got drafted in the second round. He wasn't an NFL player when that happened. Just well, he was to not. Let, I'm saying, but he's now getting the opportunity to play in the league. It's apples to oranges. He's getting the opportunity to play in the league after punching a girl in the face, breaking her eye socket, crushing her face against the table, and now he has an opportunity for an NFL contract. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good thing. He wasn't an NFL player when he did it. I think it, but so it, the NFL the NFL could not do anything when you're not an NFL player. No, absolutely. But he's now going to have an opportunity to play in the league and make millions of dollars after literally destroying a girl's face. Okay, but it's not a. It, the comparison doesn't make any sense. How so? Josh Gordon was punished because as an NFL player. As an NFL player. Joe Mixon was a college student when he did that to the female. So there's, there's I think, nothing I think the NFL Gaines, can do. I think, Gaines, you're speaking about, okay, so this is contractually what it is. Travis, you're speaking to the absurdity of saying that you're letting this person in exactly. on this thing. I just, yeah, it, like, the comparison just doesn't make sense. Cosmically, I think Travis is making a relation to, this is me, uh, This is, look at me brokering this between you two. No, co- are you talking about just yeah. in the big grand scheme the of grand things, scheme of things, a guy who was busted for this. You're saying it's not okay, but Gaines, I completely know where you're coming from to say, well, you know, if we're going by the letter of how things work, it's just not how life it's a, it's and the, I mean, work. we talk about optics. It's not even just about optics. It's the, it does speak to, in my opinion, the hypocrisy of where the league is. And the league has, has been hypocritical on a ton of issues. So I understand that. I just – it's very frustrating. And, again, yes, there are people who smoke to get high, but there are guys who truly are going through a lot mentally, psychologically, often physically, and marijuana – is the best way for them to be able to medicate, to get through these things, to be a productive member of society, and to not have that opportunity. It's it's a bit silly and hypocritical. Again, I would almost venture to guess, and I'm not even exaggerating here. You take all 32 owners in the league. I will go on a limb and say 30 of them smoke weed. I will go out on a limb and say 30. I don't know how you could say that. I like, that seems really weird to say. Oh, they smoke weed. <laughs> They smoke weed. I know they smoke weed. Uh, Everyone smokes weed. Everyone smokes weed, and we know it. Not true. That is absolutely true. Everyone more, doesn't talk about it, but everyone smokes weed. More people than you would ever think. Dude. More people sure. than you ever think. I would imagine. I would say the minority of why is it got to be about minority smoke weed? Stay off the weed. <laughs> Stephen A. Great. Wrong. If Stephen A. Smith says stay off the weed, he, he all won't be jerking. He won't be <laughs> People, whether it's, it's edibles. Whether it's however you have you play it, people there are a lot of lot of people in corporate America today that really enjoy themselves some THC in their system. They enjoy it. They love it. You may not you may not want to admit to it, but they exactly. Enjoy it. That's what, but let's also when we're we we like to like uh, put people on pedestals and be like we just really need to get them off the painkillers and on weed. The painkillers would still be rampant through the NFL, well, and, not, and people just want to get high. And not everyone needs to be using uh, marijuana for, even though it has many. Well, that's, yeah, many that's what I'm saying. Person. People yeah. just want to get high, just like they want to have a sure, beer. Sure, like, like that. That is the majority of people in the NFL just want to get high. 
I think I Travis might be exactly. There's bit. nothing wrong with it, but I'm just it. saying. Sometimes we, when we talk about this argument, I think we sound a little foolish when we try to make it so like they just need they need to go home on Sunday night and smoke as much weed as they can right. to really like recover. Pro- like it's a protein like shake or something. There, this is such a freaking violent sport that a blunt is not going to cure. All no, the pain it's that not. With that being said, there are people who do half the work of most NFL players who absolutely depend on it. So I would imagine that if an NFL player like Josh Gordon, a guy that is a wide receiver for the freaking Cleveland Browns, who's the number one target, who has to go against the number one cornerback every freaking weekend, and it takes hits to the chest and the head almost every other single play, that I can understand why he would need marijuana. Understanding the pressures of dealing with a multi-million dollar contract and having to take care of an entire family, take care of friends. I can understand why someone would need weed. And I think if the league wants to continue to survive, it would be important. It would behoove the Players Association and the owners to finally get together and set a standard and essentially say, all right, we're going to let weed in. We're not saying, hey, I want to see you in halftime firing up a blunt. But I, I think there's a happy medium that everyone can reach. And I find it interesting that we have yet to reach it. A lot, I think the bigger reason, and they're going to have to overcome this, and then we can wrap it up so we can get it over to fair foul. I think one of the bigger reasons why... Well, we can just skip fair foul to that. We won't do that, Chris, because it's to the people. And because of that, I think one of the bigger reasons why it's, it's been slow to actually evolve, I think the good folks in the beer community have a lot to say about that as oh, well. Oh, prescription. I mean, that's a fact. Yeah. You have uh, lobbyists... For Big Pharma. Um, Who are big sponsors that. of the league, especially when it comes to the alcohol. When it comes to the beer, they're big sponsors of the league. I think they have a little bit of a little sway in suggesting to the league, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's punt this down the road for right now. We're not ready for See, you to get in bed with the marijuana company. As much as I think it has to totally do with the league's fan base. Like, we make fun of Goodell for handing out these stupid fines for celebrating uh you know touchdowns and stupid stuff like that i guarantee you they have data that suggests that their fans don't want to see the stupid celebrations and everything like that because a lot of people as much as we make fun of the football is family thing it's this thing that the nfl wants to put out so no matter how what we think about marijuana or anything they still see it as a drug illegal in more states that it's legal in and that's they want to put out that message to their fan base and to that point i think that's why you're seeing jerry jones slowly and owners like jerry jones slowly evolve in that because it is starting to pick up in states uh individual states are taking the time to actually look at laws and re-examine whether or not they want to introduce recreational marijuana even medicinal marijuana of course on the state level, and I think as it starts to pick up in these states, especially in the red states, red states are certainly going to, I think, going to ultimately benefit off recreational marijuana. But the more we see those states evolve, the more we see other entities like the NFL begin to come around to the idea of marijuana in the league. Chris, I mentioned it earlier. It's a segment that won a Wally. You were there. No, I was you there. were there. You were there. Uh, it, it's a segment that I literally was on the phone with Claire McCaskill the other day, and she was telling me, uh, she was like, Travis, first of all, you're looking good. I enjoyed the beard. And I was like, that's very nice. Oh, wow. Fair. Okay. That was nice. And she was like, you know what? That fair 
Well, Thile, I really enjoy it because when I go to the people, when I go to the people of Missouri, I like to tell them, hey, you know what? Would you get to the segment? Okay, it's time for Fair or Foul. That's right. Listener submissions, St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. Winner today will take home two tickets. Uh, uh, yo, you mind so if I freestyle Chris? I do yo. mind. I, okay. I have a lot to read. Mm. Uh, uh. Take home two tickets to uh, the Funny Bone this weekend. You can go see Funny Bone! Ben Bailey at the uh, at the Funny Bone this weekend from Cash Cap. Uh, from Kankles. Fair. Time to get white girl wasted gains. <laughs> we believe in you. You need to show your future in-laws what kind of a party animal you can be. Pull a Godzilla and stomp all over the cake, pee in the corner of a room, and hit Jesus on your future mother-in-law. Hey, now. Hell, maybe even go ahead and expose yourself to someone's grandma. <laughs> it is the only true way to celebrate your girl, letting you still act like you're a successful radio <laughs> From Kankle. And the uh, topic is Gaines getting hammered at his girlfriend's uh, doctoral celebration this week. Please don't. Please don't show your, show your peace to somebody's grandmama. Please, no, I won't. Do that. Thank God. That was from Kankles. Uh, no, another one. Dear Michael Gaines' future drunk self, repeat after me. Don't be like Travis. Don't be like Travis. Don't be like Travis. Take your charismatic and velvety voice up to KC and whisper sweet nothings into your woman's ear. Let her know Ooh. that she's got a soldier of love with her this weekend. Oh, nice shot. A reference. <laughs> I like it. Mm. Be careful, though. You don't want to get caught up in conversation. Next thing you know, you're nine emeralds hours in, and your words start to slide out of the side of your mouth. In the words of the famous Jim Brewer, the stomach is like the bouncer at a party. Once different crowds of people, liquor start getting invited to the party, people start getting uneasy because they don't know anyone. When the tension gets really bad, the bouncer throws everyone out and the party's over. Just be a supportive friend, a gentle lover this weekend. <laughs> because who knows? You don't want that gravy train to leave the station and leave you behind. That sounds Good like point. Was that your girlfriend who actually said that one? <laughs> right. That sounds So for this not- special Friday submission of Fair or Foul, this one is foul. Wait, one, who was that, though? One love. PB's pancreas. Okay. PB's pancreas. Yeah, that was not your uh, your doctor. Uh, from KFB, fair. Let me give you some advice, Gaines. You will be partying with a bunch of doctors, so you need to establish your dominance early. Yeah. Much like prison, identify the largest person and immediately fight them. <laughs> Being that it's a room full of doctors, I'm assuming that most are Asian, so this will be fairly easy. <laughs> now you can relax. <laughs> That's racist as hell. Uh, it's a, it's a compliment. Uh, most are Asian, so those be fairly easy. Now you can relax and spend the rest of the night peacocking around with your girl holding on to your pocket. I would recommend. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that, and that's hilarious. Uh, I would recommend scouting for another gal to join you two in the ultimate college experience before they jump into the real world. Tell them they need to finish college with a bang. <laughs> Fair. Gaines is fixing to be white. Who was that, by the way? That was KFB. KFB. Fair. Gaines is fixing to be white girl wasted this weekend. Here's my bet on how the weekend will go. He'll first load up on a stupid amount of barbecue, but not from a good place, probably just from, like, Gates, because he thinks... Hey, relax. Don't take shots at Gates. Relax. I know where to go. Don't don't take shots at Gates. Relax. Joe's Barbecue in Kansas City. That's right. Don't you shame, Gates. Then he'll end up at Mike's Tavern on 55th and Truce doing Jaeger shots. (laughs) That's pretty accurate. It is. Screaming, get on my level (laughs) at strangers. Then he'll remember, hey, Tech Nine is from Kansas City. (laughs) And Gaines will think it's a fantastic idea to take the six-block stroll down to Paul's Liquor Store (laughs) because he heard about it in the rap song. Inevitably, when he runs into some of the locals, he'll say, no, 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 it's okay. I work with a black guy, (laughs) which will not help the situation. 
They'll take his money and he'll have to scamper back to the right side of Truce, a.k.a. the Mason-Dixon line of Harry Sublet <laughs> style. Very true. I predict a fantastic weekend for gains. Fair. Brawler, bitch. Brawler. That's hilarious. <sighs> Another one for fair or foul. It depends on what the doctor that doctorate is in. If it's something serious, lay off the booze. If she got a degree in creative writing, parting it up. P.S. In that pic you posted, Gaines looks like a Make-A-Wish kid suffering from gigantism. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like the the rudest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> from Jamie Crock. Oh, Jamie oh. Crock, that's not fair. That's good. Oh, one oh more. my God, that's hilarious. One more, and uh, and we'll shut it down before Stully comes on next. Gains getting blotto is absolutely fair. We live in a world where over 40, 50% of marriages end in divorce. <laughs> By getting slobberknockered and making a scene at graduation, he's setting a tone. This is a power move, and I fully support it. Gaines will assertively establish himself as the leader of both families and unite the families of South City to reestablish it as the greatest directional section of the St. Louis area. Long live Gaines! Long live South City! South City Tone. Nice, South hey, City Tone. Hey, fair or foul, bringing heat again today. There were a few on Facebook, but that's going to be it for today. Winner gets two tickets to see Ben Bailey at Funny Bone. Gains, who are you voting for? PB's Pancreas. I thought it was a very nicely written email. <laughs> Some uh, good advice in there. So I'm going to go with that one. I had Chris. I had PB Pancreas. That's my, Whoa, that's my one wins. as well. Hit it, Giamatti. Oh, PB's Pancreas. PB's Pancreas. That was good. You'll see. Sam Jamie Crock, you came in strong at the end. You'll see. Oh, I, very I rude. Very <laughs> the gigantism. That was, damn, that was that good. That was good. Wow. <laughs> Look, this PB's is these are strong. We'll go see Ben Bailey from Cash Cab at Funny Bone. And Kankle's as strong as ever. Kankle, KFB was, was good. KFB was good. I will. You guys are just so consistent at how solid these bad boys are. Kankle's always kicks it off strong style. Brawler always brings it heavy. Yeah, Brawler brought heat with the KC knowledge. Damn, Jamie Crock with the gigantism. That's that's gold. Damn, that's so good. <sighs> that was good. That was really good. It's been a great show today. It has been an amazing show. I wish we can do more of this, Chris. Oh, you can. The Uncensored Podcast will record that, and it'll be out later today. We actually missed Wednesdays because of an issue uploading. That will also be up. So lots of content will be up today. We're going to have uh, Trevor Moore from Whitest Kids You Know on the uh, podcast later today. Be sure to check out all of Free Play Media's podcasts as well. Travis, anything else before we hit the weekend? Have a safe weekend and enjoy your time with your family and friends. Gaines, get Blato, my friend. A plus for me today. Oh, I didn't ask. Uh, thanks A-plus. to the Rhino's Nest. Thanks to Ben Bailey. And uh, hey, Beth, for bringing him in. Uh, go see Ben at the Funny Bone this weekend. And uh, hey, Bees, Pancreas, enjoy the time of the show. For Giamatti, everybody else here, great show today, everybody. St. Louis Live, 920 AM, WGNU. We are liveradio.com. Buy tickets to Target Breakfast Live. Offbroadwaystl.com. We'll see you Monday. Hey, everybody, this is friend of the show, Rafe Williams. Thanks for listening to St. Louis Live. For past content, events, and uncensored We Are Live podcasts, check out WeAreLiveRadio.com. It's good for you.